0: Welcome back, guys, to the Intentional Queen podcast where women come to be empowered, to go through their journey, to be their authentic selves, on self-love and healing. Oh, my gosh, guys, I am so glad to be with you guys this week. It is May, so it is also Mental Health Awareness Month, so I'm shouting people out with that. Make sure that you guys are checking in on your family and your friends. It's also Mother's Day weekend for me, so for all the mothers, happy Mother's Day to you for being a boss mom and doing what you do every day and it's Nurses Week for me. As everybody knows, I'm also a nurse. I've been a nurse for 20 years, y'all. I know y'all looking like, how that girl end up being a nurse for 20 years? But yes, your girl's been a nurse for 20 years um, out there in the streets. So I'll talk more about that. But I really wanted to get those quick announcements before we jump into our normal stuff. I want you guys to continue to do the Instagram snapshots. I love it. And start letting me know what's the best part of what y'all are learning, because I love engaging with you guys on social media, and I appreciate all the love and support. And so you guys just keep doing what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. And we can keep this community and intentional queen movement rolling through make sure to share with your friends, review the podcast, and also subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on also Spotify. You can also, if you don't have any streaming media such as Google Podcasts or anything, you can go right to my website and listen straight from there, which is free. And it's www.intentionalqueenjourney.com. Click on the podcast icon and it'll take you right over to where my podcast also lives outside of the social media platforms. So. Now that we said that, let's jump into what we're going to talk about today, guys. We have done the intentional self-care series with my girl, Latortia, which helped us segue right into the mental health month of May. And so you guys make sure you go back and review that. And we did... Vania Swain. We also did my brother with the Eagle Soaring series. We did Vanilla talking about healing. And I just did two interviews these last couple of weeks with some bomb queens that are going to come and really get us right in some other ways. So I'm so excited about that. So make sure you guys stay tuned as far as staying engaged in the podcast because I got some more interesting topics that you guys asked about. And I found some people who was definitely hitting us, with, hitting us with those wisdom nuggets. So I hope that you guys are continuing to be blessed by the message because everything that I put through, I am putting through by grace of God and just sharing things that I've learned along the way that are helping me because I truly believe in iron sharpens iron. And so the only way to do that is to keep engaging with other people who are doing their best so we can just help empower each other. So shout out to you guys. So order steps and vision. That's what I really wanted to dig in today. I'm gonna leave you with this quote called eat on the level of your vision. I did a few Instagram posts lately. And it was about my vision. And I talked about um Hubakok. I know I'm jacking that name all up in the Bible. So forgive me early chapter two, verse two, through three, which talks about making your vision plain and writing it down and marinating on that. So when I put that post out, it actually triggered a lot of people where they were like, "Me, maybe I need to start doing my vision board and all this stuff. And I feel like if you can start Ordering your steps and really figuring out what it is that you want so you can start going out there and getting it. You'll be surprised how God just start opening up doors and opportunities, because like I said, without without me having my ordered steps or me making a vision, um, the podcast wouldn't even have been birthed. So I just want you guys to make sure that you listen to the end. Share some tips and let me know. And stay engaged with me on Instagram at Intentional Queen Journey. The first thing I wanted to dive into was Mental Health Awareness Month is this month. And the upcoming interviews I had, we got some people speaking about faith. We're talking about grief. We're talking about hope. We're talking about so much. But being in the healthcare field, uh, I realized through COVID-19 with us going out and being on the front lines, and I'm talking about all healthcare workers, whether you was driving trucks, whether you was delivering things, whether you was in there with the patients at the bedside, like shout out to all those people who really put their lives on the line to support other people. But think about the people who were on the front lines doing those things. There was some mental health that wasn't really addressed during that time, because we did have our own fears and worries of leaving our own family to go out and take care of sick people that we knew was a deadly disease. Thank God for the vaccine. Thank God for the people who stepped out on those front lines to put their lives on the line to support people. But the thing is, now is the time for those people to go ahead and get their own help, whether that be counseling, whether that was journaling, whether that's working out, whatever that self-care looks like to you, make sure that you are definitely take care of yourself because- you're no good to anybody if you're pouring from an empty cup. I'm just truly um, a believer in that. And I feel like we got to do our own work and you really got to marinate on your thoughts because your thoughts start to trigger what you're going to do as far as actions. And this is all about ordered steps. So therefore, what are you thinking? So therefore, we can talk about what you're doing. The came through on a self-care series, as I already said, but that's a nice way for you to get uh, started on figuring out how you can do some self-care things. And I also talk about in my episode on As an Intentional Queen Think Of and also on Thanksgiving and Purpose about how you can start cultivating your vision and dreams and how you can start working on that. So this one here is talking about tips that now you know what you wanna do, girl, and now we can really get out there in the streets and do it. People ask me a lot, Janine, how did you know you wanted to be a nurse? And how did you know that uh, you wanted to do the podcast and women's... support and empowerment. So that's why I felt like this episode was right on time because it's hard for me to talk to each person, but I don't mind sharing my story. And I do a lot of mentoring on the side because people know me from my beginnings and they like me to speak to the youth on it. So I felt like this was a good time to do this episode. So now that we talked about mental health awareness and some things you can definitely do. I want to talk about in the Bible, John chapter 16, 21, and it talks about pregnancy and how seeds are sown. Okay. But it's hidden until that moment. So basically what I'm saying is what God has for you is for you. And when he puts that seed inside you, that vision, that thing you're supposed to birth, don't nobody really know that a woman is really pregnant or believe her until they start to see her belly grow. That's when they know it's real. So let's relate that to life or whatever it is you're trying to do out there in the streets. You know inside you got something, a seed and you birth in it, but you don't know if other people know that you getting ready to do this until they look at your belly or till they see your actions or till they see your success or they see you living your dreams. That's when they start believing and getting on the train like, oh, it's really real out here in the streets because sometimes you can't tell people early when you're developing your dream or developing your vision or developing what you're trying to do out there in the streets because people can come in and taint that. And then you screw off of what you were supposed to be doing that God led you that you're supposed to do. I got a good friend out here who's now working on her Reiki and doing all her self healing and all that type of stuff. And I'm behind her like, girl, go get it. But if she says that to somebody else, they might be judging her and tainting what she wants to do. So always try to recognize your queen tribe and who's going to motivate you on what you're doing. I believe in being a supporter of whatever it is you want to do. And so if that's what you think you need to do, baby girl, do that darn thing and do it with all your might. So when I stepped out doing the podcast, I was like, I'm not going to half step when I do this. So like I'm in courses and stuff. I was talking to a couple of family members. They like, what? I was like, yeah, I didn't went out and bought some courses. I'm up here getting some new software and, you know, trying to figure out, is my mic right? Is my stuff right? And I am Morphing every day within it, because when you listen back to my previous episodes, it sounded real uh, to me because I'm a perfectionist. Sometimes it didn't sound as great quality that I wanted to give. But sometimes you just got to start. And so this is why I'm digging in with John 16, 21, because things that are hidden within you. Sometimes you have to wait until they come to fruition for others to be on board, but don't be discouraged when you're the only one that's walking out your vision when you know that's what you're supposed to do. That's why I say you got to eat on the level of your vision. Sit on that one more time. Eat on the level of your vision, but don't be concerned when people ain't on board, at least at first, until they see you pregnant with that vision, okay? But that don't mean the vision ain't supposed to be done. It don't mean that God didn't already implant you, okay? Oh, I get a little emotional here because I'm going to shed some light about I am a mom as well, but my birthing story. So I remember, you know, when me and my ex-husband, we were um, trying to conceive. Like I said, I work in anesthesia and I remember the specific day I used to work 24 hour shifts on call and I was in the middle of the night. I was called to a code blue. A code blue is when somebody's dying they down. You got to go put a breathing tube. They're doing chest compressions, X, Y and Z. I was running to the emergency and I remember I was putting a breathing tube in the patient and there was a respiratory therapist sitting on the side of me. And this was not an emergency where things were bloody and it was a trauma and it was all this blood on the floor. And the scrubs color that I used to wear back then were blue. And so guess whose blood's on the floor? Mine. And all I could think in my head and now the respiratory therapist looking at me, I'm looking at them. They like you okay? And I'm like, well, this is not my period. This is something more because me and my ex-husband, we were so excited that we were pregnant. I'm like, how am I going to call him? This is like in the middle of the night, like 3 AM. Okay. Don't judge me. So I went up to my call room, got new scrubs, Google, this is what I'm talking about. Don't judge me. And then clean myself up, prayed for about an hour. And I was like, God, did I lose this baby? Did I lose this baby? Oh my God. You know, like, I'm just really stressed out. So I wait, my ex-husband used to work early, so I did not want to disrupt his sleep. So I waited till about 6 a.m. I normally get off at 7 a.m. And the doctor's office opened up at 6.30. So I called him at 6 a.m. I said, hey, uh, something's not right. I think I lost the baby. So now he's like nervous. He like, "Well, you seem a little, you know, anxious. Like what are we supposed to do?" Cuz he wasn't in healthcare, so he kind of used to just take my lead. And so I was like, "Well, I'm going to call the doctor at 6:30. I'm going to go and get seen and see what's going on because I think I lost the baby." And so I was already in my head feeling like I lost the baby, but um I had this strong urge in my belly like God was like, "Nah, he not dead. He not dead." And so I went with all my uh <laughs> I went with all my uh information, but I also came with proof of what was happening um without getting too graphic and I went to the doctor's office. It wasn't my normal doctor that was there. It was someone else. And she like, "Ma'am, I'm sorry. You've lost the baby and this and that." And I was like, well, I think you need to do some more tests because I think that I am i feel in my spirit that I'm still pregnant. So the lady wasn't trying to hear it. So then that's that other side of me that I told you I don't have a problem speaking up when I feel that is something that's important to me. So I clearly said to her, thank you for your wisdom, but I would like you to run these tests. And if those tests show up that I am not, then I'm fine with accepting that I do not, um, that I miscarry. But until then, I want these tests. So they set up the ultrasound. They do all this stuff. And Lord behold, we do the ultrasound and I'm pregnant, still pregnant. And then I had to go through all this blood work to make sure that my levels stayed the same to show that the pregnancy was still a good pregnancy. And it is. And I have a son and he's five. So the point that I'm saying is nobody wanted to believe me that I was pregnant, including the doctor. But when you know what you know, you need to do what you need to do. So my whole thing is I would have been in an uproar and upset for nothing. But yet here I am still birthing this baby and it came to fruition and not to mention without even getting deep into my full pregnancy journey. You know, my pregnancy itself was really rough for my outside environment that I was so timid and thinking I was going to lose him again if I had continued to go through this pregnancy and potentially lose him again because of the outside influences that were in my life. Because when you're pregnant, you know, you can't do things that you used to do. Meaning like I was working, but I shouldn't be pushing beds the way I was. Was I hydrating the way I was supposed to be? Is my blood pressure good? Like those things weren't even really good for me. And therefore that puts your baby in jeopardy. So I look back in hindsight and I just thought of John 16, 21. And I wanted to bring up that example to let you know that sometimes God has put a seed in you and people don't even believe you out there in the streets, but you know, and you know, the lady apologized to me later, but if I had just listened to what she said, I would have just thought that my little baby was gone, you know? So I leave y'all with that nugget that you need to know that sometimes the purpose is greater than you and you do whatever you feel in your spirit that God is leading you to do. Just know that. So now that I have said that, got all sappy and emotional there, let's move on to the third thing I want to talk about. So I already said it's Nurses Week. And for me, people were looking at me like with my age, I went through a whole big to-do when I was 17, becoming a nurse. I was 17 when I became a nurse. And I remember thinking back how hard it was for me and what my family witnessed as I was trying to birth this dream. Now, I knew at the age of four, I wanted to be a nurse. You talk to me then, I'm gonna tell you at four, I'm gonna be a nurse, I'm gonna go to this high school, I'm gonna go to this college, this is what I wanna do, this is type of nursing I wanna do. I mean, I could just give you a whole rundown spreadsheet calculated how it's going to go down, probably from about four, I knew what I wanted to do. But when I hit about 15, that's when I had a whole spreadsheet of what my my career journey was going to look like, all the way up to me now having my master's degree in nurse anesthesia. So I've been a nurse anesthetist for about 10 years now, but I've been a nurse for 20. And sometimes along the way, there was a lot of people who hindered me or tried to taint my thoughts about progressing. But I knew what God had me to do. I was meant to help people and be a be a caregiver. I knew that was what I was meant to do. I make sure now that I do mainly pediatric anesthesia. And when I do my business, I do adult anesthesia. But I really will pray with my patients if I need to. I will do whatever needs to be done for my patients. I'm definitely a patient advocate, but I learned in personal relationships, that same thought pattern doesn't really do do the same. Like You can't really be a patient advocate for for your family because sometimes you'll get a little bit of um, pushback or it can be misinterpreted in different ways. And that's how you end up being offended. The reason why I bring that up is because... (laughs) In some of my personal relationships, I try to do what I do in my nursing environment, in my personal environment, and that that, that don't work out the same. Let me just say, that's not equally yoked y'all out there in the streets. So T.D. Jakes, as y'all heard me in a few episodes, but even when I did an Instagram live with my girl Latorsha, she asked me that question again. We talk a lot about the crushing, but another thing that the ladies loved is me talking about the giraffe. And I am so big on giraffes that I got affirmations everywhere. My son for my birthday, he got a big giraffe as the mom and a little giraffe as the baby. And then it's him speaking and singing happy birthday to me on it and telling me he loves me. And he was like, mommy now, now I got a giraffe that's like you now, now we got two drafts, whereas you and me. And so I'm teaching him that I want him to know that you, you have vision son. And I want you to go out there in the streets and do whatever God is birthing in him to, to just do it. Sit on that. We got to speak affirmations into our children. You also want to train up a child in the way they should go. That's even in the Bible. So my whole thing is I want my son to be doing his darn thing, whatever that is. And I don't want to stunt that. That's important to me. In the Bible, there's something called Hubukak. I'm jacking that up, as I told y'all. Chapter two, verses two through three. And it talks about making your vision plain, writing it down, but also marinating on that thing and being patient while you're waiting for it to come to fruition. Like we talked about with birth, okay? And about being pregnant all the months, okay? You have to wait. Now, listen, I don't like to wait. I'm gonna be honest, I don't like to wait. But god has been working on me with my patience, about certain things. And truthfully by him making me wait, now I'm looking at him like I high five, God, two snaps, God, because if I had did what I wanted to do in those moments, I would have been a hot mess. And him telling me no, or denying me with that stiff wall or shutting off relationships or shutting down jobs or shifting me over here or saying, you need to do this instead of that. It's out here saving me. I believe Matthew 633 is so key because you got to seek God in everything. That's why I was deciding what I was going to speak on this message, because I want to give people what they want. But I also want to be a vessel for God as well. And what he want me to say. Because being on this mic is very hard sometimes for me because being transparent and being vulnerable is not always a happy and safe place. Because you're going to always have some people who are going to criticize you later in the streets or come for you later in the streets or whatever. And so sometimes it's, it's hard to be out there because you don't know what you're going to get back. But I will tell you that God is a protector. And therefore, I pray over Psalms 91 for that power of protection that he is going to go ahead and handle the thing. And he has shown up every time. And so I am a believer of you need to get the word down in your spirit because when you are out there doing the order steps, God will meet you where you at. So people said, Janine, where did the TDJ's giraffe thing come from? He talks about One, eat on the level of your vision, but he also says you can't explain to a turtle a giraffe vision. A giraffe has a very long neck, okay? And with his neck being very long, he can see over the trees. He has vision. He can see very far. And a turtle is on a lower perspective. They're not better or, you know what I mean? I don't want you to think one animal is better than the other, but the viewpoint, the vantage point, the turtle is on a lower vantage point. So it might not be able to see as far as the turtle can go but sometimes a giraffe tries to tell a turtle what it sees so it can make the turtle do better it's like yo the water's over there or this is a safer place for you to go over here and then you can become endangered in the streets because a tur- uh, a giraffe is not supposed to bring its neck down but so far and it's not supposed to do it for a long length of time because it will then get stunted and then it becomes endangered so it leans down to get water or something real quick and then it's supposed to bounce back up because that's how it's meant to be because the blood from his heart pumps it all the way up so that the brain stays clear for the giraffe. So think about that. Make sure you know what you see, but also recognize when you're speaking to certain people about that vision or that seed God put in you, make sure you know what type person you're talking to. Is you talking to another giraffe in the streets or are you talking to a turtle? And if you're talking to a turtle, you need to understand when they don't understand what you're talking about, you are just wasting your breath because they don't understand what you talking about. They don't understand your perspective. It's not that they think your perspective is wrong. They don't understand it because they don't know. And so if they don't know, you just got to be like, I'm going to bless you on because you don't understand. And it's okay. I'm going to accept that you don't understand, but I'm going to keep walking this vision out that God didn't birth to me that I'm supposed to walk this out. Think about that. So don't get stuck on when people don't want to ride and die with you during your vision. They might not even understand what God didn't birth to you because he gave it to you. The book that T.D. Jakes has is called Instinct, okay? And I'll make sure that I'll put that in the show notes. So my personal story about Nurses Week, as I said, I've been a nurse 20 years. And starting out at 17, it was so hard because most of my friends, when I was in high school, like, they out there living their best life, partying it up. Now Janine out here in nursing school, going to clinicals, doing all this stuff. And then I wanted to be valedictorian. Yes, your girl did. And I did succumb to that and high five me because that was hard work. But it was so much pressure because, you know, pressure makes diamonds. But when you in that thing, you don't believe it. I became valedictorian. I knew what I wanted to do as a nurse. And at 19, I went on, got the other degree. And then um, I think around 21, I got another degree. And then I went on closer to my late 20s, I went on and got my master's degree. But when I started moving on, probably in my mid to late 20s, there would be people who wanted me to come back and speak to the youth. And that's how me and my brother started really mentoring. And we kind of collaborated on some things. But I more so got involved with like a nursing sorority. And I was helping nursing students who needed a mentor or people would seek me out. I just had a mentor, shout out Cece. She's getting ready to graduate from high school and she wants to be a nurse anesthetist. So I just helped her with her capstone project. So she's graduating in the next couple of weeks. So like, I really believe in giving back. I had a student probably about six years ago, an anesthesia student, and I had trained him two years prior to that. But when he was graduating, he remembered me from two years prior. And he was like, listen, I'm putting you in for a teaching award because you helped me to get to where i am today and i got emotional because i was like listen you remember me how many people out here training you and he was like because you really take interest in the students and wanting them to succeed and the reason why i'm bringing this up on the podcast is because god birthed that in me a long time that you're meant to mentor and teach people and so i get excited teaching people things. And I also get excited coming on a podcast to teach you things because that's another way that God showed me, Janine, you're supposed to be teaching. And I'm just trying to do and be a vessel how can you make a vision board? People's like, what? Like a vision board? Are you going to be buying magazines and cutting and pasting? Nah, like technology is so much better now. You can go on canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com, and you can do free whatever. It's a good graphic website. If you're a little nervous about how to do things, you can go on YouTube, look up Canva vision board or stuff like that, and it can show you ways to kind of do things because YouTube is my friend, y'all. What I did is I thought about things I wanted to be. So for instance, I got a picture of an eagle on there. I know what that means for me. I got a picture of some other things that I want to do with the podcast. It's different pictures. And then I started writing, okay, I want these many interviews. I want this many this. And I got the pictures all over, made it all pretty. And then I, you can download the picture and put it as a screensaver on your phone or screensaver on your laptop because you need to see your vision. So you can keep those steps going in your head of where you're trying to go. So when you maneuvering out there in the streets, you know if that opportunity comes up and it don't align with your vision, then that's probably something you're not supposed to do. You probably need to do the one that's going to align with your vision. It helps you stay on track. You need like a map. And I feel like a vision board or a vision paper, however you script in it, that's your map your framework, your guideline uh how you are going to maneuver in the streets. And so get that in your spirit. Figure out what you want. Do you know what you want? That's why I said go back to them episodes as, as an intentional queen. Think of an intentional Thanksgiving and purpose because that's where I talk about you thinking about what you want and do you know what you want? And are you doing what God has for you? Because everybody has something that's for them. So now that I done not felt like I didn't preach y'all. Sorry if that sounded a little churchy, but I I stand firm on those things because I'm living proof of those things. And sometimes when I was younger, I didn't want to believe the seeds that was in me that people already saw that were going to be birthed. And I was just like, nah, I'm not, I'm I'm trying, I'm not trying to be a nerd in school. I mean, in high school, listen, I was 17. I was like, nah, like I'm smart, but I, I don't want to be known as the geek. I got to be cute. You know? So I struggled with trying to find a balance, but the reality is like my classmates was like, you're most highly to succeed, and they tag me in that line anyway, even though I thought I was trying to be the cool person, you know. So I call myself the cool nerd, but it is what it is, and so I had to own it. And so when I'm working at certain institutions, and people are like, you're meant to be there and pray for them kids or pray for them family members or do whatever. That's what God wants you to do. You're meant to do what you're supposed to do. So, like I said, He birthed it in me at four. That this is what you're supposed to do, and so. Just start thinking about what God has birthed in you and don't worry about what they say in the streets as if they know what God say because you are a giraffe out there in the streets. And so don't get entangled into a turtle. And next thing you know, you're endangered out there. Don't do it. So we're going to close out. I want to thank you guys because you guys have been great. I appreciate all the listeners. Like I'm telling you, I went and looked at my numbers. I said, oh, y'all out there listening and sharing. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to level up your IQ to a better you. I want you guys to let me know what's the best part. Like, did you learn something from what I'm seeing? Because my goal is if I like teaching, I want to know feedback of, is this a good message? Did you catch that? Was that good? Do you want to know more? You want me to elaborate on something? Let me know. And if you don't want to do it um, through Instagram, I know some people are very personal and um, private. So, you know, you can always email me if you want at journey at gmail.com or slide in my DM and just let me know. It doesn't have to always be on social media out for the open, but I just want to make sure that the message is, is impacting people. I'm trying to inspire for impact. Share, review, and snapshot on Instagram that you're listening to it because you know what? That definitely helps the reach go further and it shows people that we out there doing the darn thing. And I like to make sure that I'm shouting y'all out. So when you do snapshot, you need to know, I put it up on my story. So if you on there, you on my stories. Refer to the show notes, because that's where I'll go ahead and put the references of the things that I said, I'll put up about the book Instinct because people kept asking me where am I getting that information. So I had that there. There's a YouTube video that I have with that I had noticed on TD Jakes talking about the giraffe vision and a turtle. And so I'm gonna have that on there so you can click on it. And then also some of that stuff about making your vision plain in the Canva stuff that came from a motivational uh, video from Steve Harvey because he's had a rough road even through comedy and all that stuff. And now he's a motivational speaker. So my thing is I get my inspiration from other people. And I just like to share the words that have been invested in me. So until next time, guys, in two weeks, I would love to make sure that I hear from you guys and uh, bye-bye. Have a good week.